Hey, this is David Hayter. You may know me as the screenwriter of films like X-Men, X-Men 2, and Watchmen, but you probably know me best as the voice of Solid Snake from Metal Gear Solid. And you're listening to Hawaii's number one podcast, the Casanova Podcast. Kept you waiting, huh? And welcome everyone to another episode of Hawaii's number one podcast and the number one podcast in the Pacific, the Casanova Podcast. I'm your host, Mikhail Casanova, and I have the true honor and privilege of having the one, the only, the iconic Husky by the Geek. Husky, how are you? Hi, <laughs> hello. I'm fine. And you? Good, good, good. Um, it's a beautiful Monday morning here in Hawaii, oh, yeah. and uh, you know. It's, it's super hot. That's why I got the air conditioner. Yeah, right. it's, it's pretty warm in France too. <laughs> I don't believe it's winter yet. <laughs> it's it's uh, very hot. Well, you know, we're, go ahead and uh, introduce yourself, and uh, you know, tell people where they can find you. Plug everything. There's if there's something you're on, people need to know, and I'm gonna leave it in the description below too. Sure. So hi. I'm Husky by the Geek. I am doing uh, video games and anime rock and metal uh, guitar covers on YouTube. Uh, I've started seven years ago with uh, Final Fantasy XIV, mm. and I still do that. I do a lot of uh, FF14 covers because I love the music from this game, and they add frequently a lot of new music too. Mm -hmm. Mm, and um, I'm doing a lot of uh, Mega Man and Sonic covers because I love these games and this music too. And recently, I started to to upload my music on uh, other platforms like Spotify, iTunes, uh, Deezer, etc. So that that's pretty much it. I'm on Twitter too. I started to be active on Twitter only since uh, four months ago because I'm mm -hmm. a very introvert person and I wasn't feeling like sharing my life on social media for years. And then I met uh, my friend Alex Mukara with who I've, been, I've done a, a collab on um, a cover for FF14 Innocence. And we chatted and he told me, man, Twitter is cool. You can post whatever you you want. Your community will uh, agree with you if you're cool with them. So I started to to share a bit of about me, and yeah, I love it. So you can find awesome. me on Twitter too. Awesome, awesome, and I'm gonna leave links to everything down below in the description. So if you're watching it, you can just go down to the description and it'll pop up. Or if you are listening to it. Just click the link, regardless of where you, where, you know, whatever you're going to listen to. It's on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon, or Spotify. It's all going to be there. So links to everything. And dude, we have a mutual friend. Alex is, he's amazing. Oh, yeah. He is amazing. 
is a blessing for the community. Yeah. So, so you know, what? Look, you make music for Final Fantasy, especially fourteen. I, I, I love the covers that you do for it. You also Thank do you. covers for Mega Man. I'm a huge Mega Man fan. Yeah, I've seen you do ones for King of Fighters. I'm a huge King of Fighters fan. Is there anything you have not covered? Because every game <laughs> that I've grown up like loving, oh, that's cool. Um, like Mega Man, Sonic, uh, King of Fighters, uh, Zelda, Final Fantasy. What what are you not covering? <laughs> I I guess Blizzard's game. That's ironic because I love the the game from Blizzard, like Diablo. I'm a huge Diablo fan, and I've played World of Warcraft a lot. But mm-hmm. I never felt like I could cover a music from this game because uh, I don't know. It's I cannot jam over it as much as I like this music, but uh, I can't adapt it to. I don't have a good feeling when I play over it. Whereas when I play Mega Man or Final Fantasy music, the ideas immediately come in, and I have a very good flow with it. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of feeling, and uh, I'm very good with, uh, yeah, Mega Man, Sonic, Final Fantasy. Um, I should do more anime stuff too because the openings and the music in general are awesome. True. I think you I've know. got a, a good feeling with Japanese music actually because all these games I cover are for the majority from Japan. Mm-hmm. And you think about it too when it comes to like video game music, especially you know Japanese video game music. They're so creative, so expressive, oh, yeah. and it's like, you know, for me, like, uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure if you know, I'm also a musician. I'm a guitarist and bassist. Oh, nice! And um, like, for me, growing up, you know, I'm giving myself an age here. I'm, I'm, I'm old, people. I'm 32. <laughs> anyway, but you know, growing 27, up, 27, by the way. <laughs> what? <Yeah>. Seriously? <laughs> Lies. Yeah. Really? Nah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. about to say no. I'm almost um, 30. Does <laughs> <laughs> like you know, growing up in the 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 90s and in the you know early 2000s, like listening to music, like I listened to alternative, like which was my go-to. That's when I was in a band called Edge of Reason. But mm-hmm. for me, like video game music was just where like I. I just would lose myself in it because it was so expressive. Oh, yeah. You know, just, man. <laughs> you know, it's like you hear, you can just hear like the first couple of melodies of a song and like, boom, there you go. You're like, you're just entwined in it. Man. Yeah. I- I'm so happy. Over the last few years, um, the companies have started to add their video game music over Spotify. Mm-hmm. So I started to add these musics to my personal playlist, and that's so cool because video game music, especially uh, boss fights, mm-hmm. uh, brings a lot of emotions and beautiful melodies. And I'm very sensible to to melodies in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, uh, I don't care much uh, about lyrics in music. But it's more about the, the notes, the melodies that uh, form the music, which will r- really hit me in the film. Uh, 
and mm -hmm. that's maybe why I do more instrumental stuff. By the way, I can't I cannot sing at all actually, but <laughs> I'm, I'm very sensitive to instrumental music too. So so then, I I, I think uh, we might have this in common. So when it comes to music, hmm. when you hear like, okay, so let me let me put it this way. So for me. When I hear music, I'm the same. I don't really care about lyrics because, you know, like whatever with lyrics. Music speaks to me. Like mm -hmm. a good rhythm, a good beat, a good melody. Yeah. To me, it's like when I hear music, I feel like I'm going on a journey. Like it takes me wherever it's going. It tells me the story. Exactly. And it's like, okay. Like, for example, uh, King of Fires 99, Tears for Kyokusanagi, my favorite character, by the way. That song, it, it literally makes me tear up because especially that solo. Oh my God. Oh yeah. <laughs> so are you the same? Even like, like, the intro is wonderful. All the music <laughs> is great. <laughs> so, so, okay. If we were in the topic of uh, King of Fighters, who has the better music, Kyo or Yori? I'd say Kyo. Okay, why? I prefer. It's just the, the melodies in his music. I it's just a matter of taste. I prefer it. Only okay. so that's all. That's it. <laughs> One of my friends and I, we we go back and forth about the themes for uh, Kyo and Yori, and I'm mm. like, I'm like, I you know, with Yori, he only really has one song that they constantly keep remixing whereas Kyo each saga gets something different because I know they tried to do was it um uh what was the one for Yori in 99 was it um I don't remember it oh, was it ah uh, I have a seat I need to pull it up because I have it on my playlist yeah. but the, I I'm know searching on Google <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I know he had one, the one he had in 99. Um, they tried to do more rock with him, but he's always had more of a jazz style um, theme because it's always been a Rashino saxophone. And I think for, uh, can I find it? Sadistic Eyes. That was the one for 99. Oh. For him. So... I know they tried to go more rock with him and then they went back to just remixing and reiterating Arashino mm. saxophone. Whereas like Kyo has always had like hard rock or progressive <coughs> medley rock. And it's just like, it's, it's just so good. <laughs> Sorry. I'm yeah. geeking out. Like it's, it's it. very, it's very, that's cool. Man. We are here like, to be I, geeky anyway. <laughs> Right, <laughs> it's rare for me to to get to the only other time like I had this experience is like when I was talking to Alex McCullough because yeah. very rarely do I get to talk to other musicians that are in love with these games as much as I am and oh, is yeah. in love with like these OSTs because I'm here in Hawaii man there's very few people they're like King of Fires what the hell is that I'm like <laughs> okay oh, they're like yeah. oh that's a Street that's Fighter ripoff right 
Them's fighting words. It's like comparing Deadpool to Spider-Man because right? of the, the mask. Oh. <laughs> so, oh so, yeah. So so um, definitely today I want to talk to you about like music, but I want to kick off some video games. Like, what was the game your that video game that just solidified to you that I love games? Like, what was that that first or that origin point? Mm, pretty tough question. Um, actually, my first game was Mario Kart. 64 and mm-hmm. i was three years old i went into my brother's room and mm-hmm. he was playing with my sister so i grabbed a controller and started to play with them and okay. that's <laughs> a few hours later i deleted their save <laughs> so they were <laughs> really mad i was free so <laughs> i was in the menu, the menu and uh, i was like oh what does this button do? And I erased <laughs> everything. <laughs> but <laughs> then, uh, yeah, I guess that's how I started to fall in love with video games. Quickly after, I've had Mario Super Mario 64 for Christmas. Mm-hmm. I was four or five, I don't remember. And very early, I've... Uh, started to play on computer with my uncle mm-hmm. and he introduced me to multiplayer games like Diablo 2 uh, when I was uh, I guess 7 or 8 and mm-hmm. uh, I fell into, into MMORPGs with uh, Dark Age of Camelot but I, oh yeah thanks to my uncle and my brother were playing too but I was like 10 years old so I wasn't very good at it, but I have very good memories of it. And since I played this game, I am I am a big MMO fan. Okay. So about MMO, I played um, so Dark Age of Camelot, World of Warcraft, with long breaks, and I often come back. Uh, FF14, of course, mm-hmm. which is which has become for me the best MMO for the moment. And I have tried a lot of uh, other games like uh, the Guild Wars, uh, Zelda Scrolls Online, <coughs> Star Wars Galaxies. Oh, I love this game. It was a <laughs> sandbox MMO and it was very interesting for the time. But outside of MMORPGs, uh, well, I fell in love with Sonic games, with Sonic Adventure on Dreamcast. And, uh, mm-hmm. I was a kid too, and the music. Oh my God, the music! I remember the final boss of uh, Sonic Adventure 2 with the music "Live and Learn." Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was a kid, I fought the boss every day, just for the music. And before becoming a musician, <laughs> before becoming a musician, I was already addicted to video game music thanks to Sonic. Mm-hmm. And um, then I started to play Mega Man game on emulators uh, on my PC. Uh, I've started with Mega Man X, which mm-hmm. are which is my favorite um, Mega Man games with the Battle Networks on GBA mm-hmm. too. And uh, yeah, I guess that's how I fell in love with video game music. 
mainly with Sonic and Mega Man. Then I've best right there. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) the composers are genius. Then I've discovered Final Fantasy. Uh, I was like twelve years old, I guess. Mm. I've started with FF9. So it's my favorite because it's my first one, and Mm -hmm. I replay it every day, uh, every year. And for the first time this year, I've fought the secret boss, Ozma. Oh my god, it was so hard. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Then I fell in love with the Final Fantasy franchise thanks to this game. And Mm. quickly after, I played 10, then FF13, which I love. It's, I love this game because the music and the world are gorgeous and people often say it's a bad game because of the linearity and the characters but ff10 is very linear too and mm-hmm. it's one of the best game yeah so yeah and after that i started to play the old final fantasy on uh, an emulator uh, so I, i've done pretty much Everyone except FF2. I've never played FF2, but I don't think I'm missing something there. No, you're not. <laughs> you're not. <laughs> yeah, and I uh, I haven't done the FF13 two and uh, Lightning Returns uh, yet, but I will. Okay. Anyway. No, so 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 touching on a couple of games that you mentioned, um, I want to say like with final fantasy 9 i remember when that came out how and it's funny because now it's loved as a classic i remember when it came out and people were kind of like eh, you know coming (laughs) off of like seven and eight they're like "Eh, i don't know this isn't really final fantasy and i'm like are you serious (laughs) <laughs> nine is one of the best okay so uh, here here's something it's a love letter to all final fantasies it, it really is so so here's something is some trivia for you so hironobu sakaguchi he lives two houses down from me oh. like it is insane to like wow. I, I i grew up a fan of final fantasy like i just it's it's literally the the franchise that helped me learn english better like, cause it just forced me to read. Cause I'm also dyslexic, but oh, just because of that story and just everything that was going on in mm-hmm. Final Fantasy six and Final Fantasy seven and eight, I just got hooked and it just forced me to read. But two house, like two, literally two houses down here in Obasakaguchi lives here, and it's like I every time I go to the grocery store, and I wow. run into him. He's like, he's like, he's like, oh, Mikkelson, Mikkel Dono. I was like, wow, hey, how you doing? And like. I just tell him, I just gushed to him, like, dude, you created such an amazing franchise. And oh, he's yeah. like, dude. Okay, so if you ever come here to Hawaii, I'm just telling you this now. If you ever come out here, I will introduce you to him. Oh, like, hey, just, that's interesting. <laughs> he's 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 oh, so yeah. he's so approachable too. Like it's it's so crazy. But yeah, I I. I remember like vividly we had this one it's so funny like we were in the uh produce aisle and we were just talking about Final Fantasy 9 he's like yeah he's like I put my heart and soul into that one 
He said, that was the one that I really wanted people to know. Like, this is how much this, this franchise means to me. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Final Fantasy IX, I loved it. The only thing about Final Fantasy IX I did not really like was the very final boss because I felt like... Yeah, he came out of nowhere. Of nowhere. Yeah, like I, 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 I replay that one frequently, and I don't feel like there's anything that really. Actually, I think since they changed the final boss pretty late in the development of the the game. Yeah, I guess it wasn't supposed to be him, but it... I, I, I don't know why they did this. <laughs> yeah, because it's like when you play it, it's like who, who is this guy? <laughs> <The fuck? laughs> right i was like wait I rem- <laughs> like i remember going through that game like yeah. i think the when's the last time i played i think i played like a year and a half ago and i got to yeah. the end and i'm like i was literally taking notes because i'm like okay i'm gonna be able to, to finally figure out where he comes from nope <laughs> nothing there's nothing that explains oh, it yeah. and i'm like the secret boss makes more existence oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah but uh the other have you fought have you fought osma in ff14 yet no not yet i have not it's in a a red from heaven's world it's in a alliance red you should do it it's really great okay so so final fantasy 14 i got a story about that so i started playing that back (laughs) in 2013 on ps3 and then i I never, because I, back then I was more so trying to play with people around me yeah. and no one out here really that I knew was playing it. So I kept, I would start it. I would love it. And I would drop it because I had nobody to play with. So this year, my friend, Amy, she, um, she was just hammering at home. Like, Mikael, you got to play it. Mikael, let's play. Come on, Mikael. Let's play Final Fantasy 14. So I picked it back oh, up. Yeah. And from I, I've been consistently playing. It's actually my main game on 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 uh, Twitch. So it's primarily cool. the only game I play. It's crazy because my wife plays it too. Nice. And that's her first ever MMO, mm-hmm. and she just couldn't put it down. Like she still it's her main <laughs> game on on Twitch too. That's she cool. actually went from. Uh, was it from a realm reborn all the way to Shadowbringers within the course of like two to three months? Wow, she just she was just like every day she was playing, <laughs> and I'm over here like, wait, you started after me? You you already there? <laughs> because like when I stream it, like I get so into like either the, like I'll do the story, I get I'll trail off and do side quests, or I'll start doing like uh, dailies just so I can play with the audience. She does all that because she, she do like a 12, I think, God, she did like a 26 hour stream. And I'm oh. like, are you tired? She's like, no. <laughs> I'm like, put the mouse and keyboard down. Well, oh, I, I started, <laughs> I, I've started on release to in 2013, but I stopped quickly after the, the first patch, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I came back just before Stormblood. So I caught up everything, and I guess it took me two months to to do everything up to the end of Heaven's World. It's pretty long, but it's a great journey. 
So the, the main story is so cool. So would you say like it's one of the best stories in the Final Fantasy franchise from all the Final Fantasies you've played? I put it up in there in the top three. Well, Shadowbringers story is one of the best Final Fantasy stories ever. Maybe even the best mm-hmm. because you haven't played it yet. No, you're in Stormblood, no. I guess. Okay, I'm, I'm still in so Stormblood. I, I, I won't spoil it, but in Shadowbringers, there are there is a very big moral question about the villain's motivation, and you're like, mm-hmm. eh, is he right or no? And it's up to you, actually. And that and everything else uh, the, is very well written. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's in my top three, I guess. My favorite stories are from. If I have to do a top three, it might be FF10, uh, FF7. The story mm-hmm. seven is amazing too, and Shadowbringers, obviously. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, I can't wait you to play it. It's, it's wow! It's amazing. So so I'm I'm pushing through it because I would have probably been there by now but I took I took a month and a half a month break and the reason I took the break you know the new consoles came out so mm-hmm. when Microsoft and Sony sent out the consoles I'm like okay crap I got to I got to cover it <laughs> so I was like <laughs> all right so like I completely detoured my audience is like what the hell are you doing like well, how come we're why are you streaming demon souls why are you doing why are you not doing Final Fantasy? I'm like, because I have to cover this. Like, Why are you not doing Cyberpunk? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, and, and everyone's like, come on, Mikhail, get through Stormblood so you can get to Shadowbringers. I'm like, okay, that's right. so part of it because it's like, <laughs> he- okay, dude, Heaven's Ward right. was so, mm. oh my God. Heaven's oh, Ward yeah. was such a good story. The oh, main, yeah. the lead up to it, the 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 entire expansion, the post was beautiful. Mm. And then I got to Stormblood, I'm, I'm, which I'm still in at the time of this podcast. I'm in, I'm in Stormblood. Stormblood is slow. I will say that. Yeah. Compared to Heaven's I Word. <laughs> and it's like, I, I'm waiting for that Heaven's Word, like, just take me on that, that, that journey. Take me on that trip. And it's just, it's not doing it. And everyone's yeah, like... It's, it's Stormblood a- is more about a war. Whereas, yeah... Heaven's Ward and Shadowbringers have the same uh, taste. It's mm-hmm. an epic journey. But Stormblood is more about politics and war. And it's great anyway. It's a great story, but I understand it's maybe less entertaining than Heaven's Ward in terms of story. And the the villain was disappointing. I See, didn't that, like... That's what had, everyone uh, keeps saying. I'm yeah. like... Can I just story skip? They're like, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, I liked Stormblood. Okay, so, so, so. that's where I played the most because, yeah, as I said, I caught up. I caught up right before Stormblood release, so I played a lot during this expansion. So, so I promise you, a month from now. I will be in storm. I'll, I'll no. 
I'll be in Shadowbringers. I will not still be in Stormblood. Take your time. Enjoy the journey. That's the point. That's what's cool with Final Fantasy XIV. You can go at your own pace. The content will still be there, always. Mm-hmm. Thanks to the roulette system. And everything remains relevant. So you can enjoy slowly. That's good. Okay. Okay. So so the other Final Fantasy that you mentioned, um, Final Fantasy 13, which, okay, I remember playing that when it came out. Um, I have 13-2, and I also have Lightning Returns. And my opinion, I felt like when I played and beat 13, mm-hmm. it kind of felt self-contained. Like, that was it. Like yeah. the way it ended, the way it ended, it did not feel like it was going to lead into something else. And I enjoyed thirteen. I remember when I played it back at launch in twenty ten. But God, that was a decade ago. Jesus oh, Christ. Anyway, <laughs> oh, yeah. I I, re- I remember when I played it, and mm. I absolutely loved it. I know a lot of people that didn't like it. They were like, "Oh, it's linear." I've always heard this when people want to discredit 13 it's like oh it's linear but i'm I'm like you yeah. i'm like but so is 10. so that's it and <laughs> both are my favorite for are from my favorite final fantasy both yeah i love 10 and 13 but yeah it's linear but it's great anyway the music the world oh the world i love grand Bulls. i yeah. love this plane this oh and it felt like... oh go ahead go ahead yeah i i think it was the first ff13 was the first final fantasy i've played uh, up uh, with all the side quests i've done every bosses every uh, there was i guess 64 um, bosses in grand yeah, Pulse. 64. Yeah. yeah but before that i played final fantasy games just for the story and since since I played thirteen, I started to to play every Final Fantasy up to well, yeah, with all the side content. Now I did yeah. t- I did try a bit, and and I do need to go back and finish mm-hmm. the thirteen saga. But when I I remember when I played thirteen two, mm-hmm. I I think I did. 20 hours into it and i was just confused because i never understood kind of how 13 went into that and i understand Mm -hmm. they kept they retconned the end to make it flow into that and it's just like oh i was like oh okay so you you're just making this it, it kind of felt like kingdom hearts one like the the, you know you play kingdom hearts one it felt kind of self-contained Kingdom Hearts, no I guess, is one of my favorite video games ever. Okay, okay. We, we can talk about Kingdom Hearts. Oh uh, yeah, okay. We <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So Kingdom Hearts, which one is your Two. favorite entry? Two. Two. No yeah. hesitation there. <laughs> no hesitation, because um, it's very well uh, written. I guess how to say it in English very well paced yes, and, yes. Uh, everything is great the the villains the first time you 
encounter the organization Felton, you're like, oh, what the hell? How will I beat them? <laughs> and then Zemnas comes in with his deep voice. Oh, the voice actor for Zemnas is amazing. And he contributed a lot to make the character amazing. Mm-hmm. And he looks and sounds so powerful. And the the battle against Xemnas is my favorite boss battle it's of all such time. A spectacle. Oh, I've done it's... it a lot of times. Even in the first phase, the man throws buildings on you. Like, what the fuck? Man! <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's only the first phase. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> oh yeah. And the music, oh, Yoko Shimomura has done a really amazing job out there. Yeah. But then I guess Burst by Sleep is also one of my favorites because mm-hmm. it has such a tragic story. Yeah. Then uh, Kingdom Hearts. 3D came out with time travel and oh oh my god what the hell what happened and I've played uh, all the Kingdom Hearts uh, plenty of time and every year I forget the story because all this time travel stuff is so confused yeah every time I forget about it yeah the the time traveling The time traveling itself, it's not a problem. It's how they used it. It goes everywhere. Yeah. It's a mess. It's a fucking mess. It really is. And then with three... Uh, okay, were you disappointed with three? Like slightly? No, I, I liked it. Because okay. I'm a big fan and I loved the happy ending. So... <laughs> that made a lot of people yeah. upset. Yeah, but as a fanboy, I liked it. But I understand that it's it came out of nowhere too. I understand. So okay, so so and for the first time, uh, I've played Kingdom Hearts three in critical mode recently because I played at the release when there was no critical mode mm-hmm. with the, the attraction, the press triangle to win, and I was disappointed with the gameplay. But now, uh, over the last month, I play it in critical, and oh my god, I've done the DLC with uh, extreme bosses, and they kicked my ass, <laughs> and I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I-, I spent three days to to beat the, the secret boss. It was very rewarding. I loved it, and very well scripted too. I. <sighs> I think the only thing for me that was disappointing with three was the press triangle to win. Like that. Yeah. The story, I didn't mind the happy ending because the way that, you know, it, it was written, it, you know, I don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't already played and beaten it, but yeah. it there were allusions to that certain people weren't just evil for the sake of being evil. You know, that yeah. there was 
bound to be a redemption arc for certain characters. So just put it that way, certain characters. Um, and I like the way that turned out. Now, the direction that they're going with the next one, I'm confused. I'm like, okay, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, so you did I a did. whole sequel bait. So we're getting another game. And I'm like, okay, that legitimately with that direction, I was like, okay, what the fuck? I will say that. That <laughs> stumped me. That one stumped me. I don't know about uh, How about you? <laughs> Uh, this was amazing. Yeah, uh, I felt about the same, I guess. Yeah. Okay. So, so, um, all right. So we talked about actually. So we talked about a lot of stuff. So Castlevania, I know that's uh, you've also done some covers for that. Yeah, I love the music, guys? but I've played only. Castlevania, uh, Sequel of the Moon on Game Boy Advance. Mm -hmm. But um, I often listen to Castlevania music because it's so good. And even without having played the best games of the franchise, mm -hmm. I love it. And I guess that's why I've done cover of it. The as music is just, it, it's It's wow. so... The music for Castlevania is so like just emblematic. Like I, mm. from <sighs> you can tell how many other games have been influenced by like Castlevania's music, and it's mm. just I don't know. I I just absolutely love it. Um, one of my favorite themes is uh, which one is it? Because I know it's uh uh, so the one from Haunted Castle that got remade, Aria Sorrow. Is it uh, Iron Cross? No, I, don't I think know. that's what. It is. Well, it it was originally an arcade game, and I know they yeah. brought it. They brought it back for the fight for with Julius in uh, Aria Sorrow. I believe it's Iron Cross. I think that's. Let me check uh, on Google. <laughs> I know. Yeah, right? I have Sorrow. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So that that was one of my favorite ones, and it was just like it, it the way that was composed. Like you could tell, like it told the story of the Belmont, the determination to fight, and and the cur the curse of their bloodline. It was it was just so good. Oh yeah. Um. Uh, okay, so let let's just jump over into music. So I, I want to ask you, what got you? into like music like what was like the moment that made you pick up you know guitar i i, I don't know uh since i was a kid i always told my mom i want to play bass but mm -hmm. i didn't even know what a bass was i thought much later when i was a teenager i thought that it was actually an electric guitar mm -hmm. I thought it was the same thing, but since I was a kid, I had this idea in my head, like, I want to play bass mm -hmm. without even knowing what it was. So when I was 13, uh, I finally had a bass and I started to to play my, uh, my favorite music from uh, punk rock bands like Rise Against, Anti-Flag, mm -hmm. uh, with, with tabs. And uh, I played every day. 
and I started to take lessons as well. Uh, so I improved pretty quickly. Then mm -hmm. when I was 16, I picked up uh, the guitar. Mm -hmm. And uh, same thing. I started to play my favorite music uh, every day. And I improved uh, quickly too. Thanks to being regular with it. And uh, I started to have uh, rock bands uh, when I was 17 in high mm -hmm. school. Um, but why I live in the south of France, it's really hard to play rock live because 90% of the population don't listen to good rock music. Mm -hmm. They listen a lot to rap with autotune, so it's pretty hard to play rock where I live. And mm -hmm. over the last 10 years, I've had a lot of bands which all failed, and only YouTube worked for me, actually. <laughs> and that's, really? that's so cool, because on YouTube, I, I play what I like, and... Mm -hmm. people enjoy it with me and that's really amazing because i do what i want and people support me okay i'm very lucky and grateful to, to this situation yeah so uh, that makes me want to ask like um <clears throat> when it comes to music mm. do you are you able to read music like i play by hearing if i hear it i can decipher the chords and what yeah the, and... Uh, I've worked uh, my ear too uh, mm -hmm. by doing uh, by writing tabs uh, when I started music. So mm -hmm. it uh, asks me a lot of focus, mm -hmm. and it uh, trained my ear. So thanks to that practice, now I can pretty much play something on guitar within the first listen. But uh, I cannot read the the partition of music now. Okay, not at all. That's I do everything by I've, ear. That's one of the things like I find it so so common. Like uh, for a lot of us, like we 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 can play, we can we can hear it and pick it apart from there and start playing it. But yeah, I as far as reading music like there's very few people i i know that are able to do it and it's kind of interesting um when i was doing because i there was a point where i was doing music professionally as a career i was a singer at one point mm -hmm. um oh, can i can i do something else they're like oh, can i be the faith they're like no you don't have the look of a singer so we'll, we'll so you know the whole like uh not sure if you're familiar with, like millie vanilli Whereas like they had the the look, but they weren't the people that are actually singing. So I was kind of in that situation for a couple of years, where the the label I signed to, they loved my voice, but they had somebody else be the face. So yeah, I'd be a ghost singer, ghost writer. That was that man was of shadows. Fun. Yes, right. It is. It was an interesting thing. But like when I was doing music, I met a lot of people that were either classically trained and know various instruments um that could read music but one of the things that they weren't able to do and i'm sure this is not for everybody but my experiences of running into a lot of people that can read music or are classically trained 
when it comes to freestyling or or getting into that creative mode a lot of them struggle with it because they need some type of organization or mm-hmm. leadership to get there for me and i think I, I probably discussed this with alex before too but like for me if i pick up a guitar pick up a, a bass or if i start jamming out on the drums the music just takes me like i'm gone the music just <laughs> wherever the music wants to Bye. go <laughs> you know how that is like you, you you will start off with one thing and you're just like 30 minutes oh, yeah. later it's like okay we we just went on a, a whole journey but that's 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 how it is for me and it's like i found a lot of people that have that same experience and it's like when i i find it difficult to explain it to people who don't do music they're like what is that like i'm like it's just it's like getting on a roller coaster like <laughs> right? it's just witchcraft <laughs> right the music just takes over and it's like you're yeah. just watching like hmm okay that was an interesting riff okay yeah i like the direction you went with that <laughs> <You know? laughs> exactly um but yeah i i it's um music is and i, I really highly implore to a lot of people like to to learn something when it comes to music because you will be amazed at how it can help you like it's music has helped me through a lot of things uh especially as a teenager with all the angst and all that stuff i had going on it's like yeah i'm so angry i'm playing out on the guitar <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> um what what all instruments uh aside from guitar like are you self-trained are, are you self-trained on other instruments as well yeah uh i've tried to to learn uh cello mm-hmm. and i practiced for a few months but um, i didn't have the time to to play it seriously because between my day job because i work as a web web developer Mm-hmm. uh and stuff and friends and family i barely have the time for my youtube channel i spend mm-hmm. one hour a day during the week uh, on my youtube channel really yeah so i've dropped the practice of shadow to lies really <laughs> make me take my yeah. glasses off and i can't see <laughs> yeah I, I make a cover between it takes me between 10 and 30 hours depending on the difficulty so when i I do pretty easy covers yeah i do in 10 hours so it takes me around 10 days actually wow but there are some other covers that like uh, (laughs) the extreme which i've released uh today as we are talking mm-hmm. it took me one month of practice because the guitar parts are just impossible to play so i practiced one hour every day in order to play it wow. but that's an exception so yeah uh i practiced solo but i dropped it pretty quickly because i didn't have time uh I've uh, bought uh, a sanchian too. It's a mm-hmm. Chinese instrument. It uh, sounds similar to a uh, Japanese chanisen. Mm. Um, same thing. I didn't have the time, and uh, 
plus it's a really cheap instrument so it's always gets detuned and it's almost unplayable <laughs> <laughs> but it's the only one i can find for a reasonable price on internet <laughs> right I'd love well, to have a real shamisen, but it's really expensive and mm. uh, it's really hard to get uh, a good one outside f of Japan. Mm. And it's okay. it's fragile, so importing one would be pretty dangerous, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 I'm noticing a trend here. So almost everyone that I'm, I'm running into that's... Uh a content creator on YouTube that is also doing music has some background in IT or <laughs> like, yeah, I'm Alex, Alex was a web developer too. <laughs> That's amazing. Dude. So I, I so yeah. I, me too. So I did that. I did. Oh, um, cool. I did uh Cisco for almost okay. doing network. So. Yeah, almost seven years I did that. Uh, development, um, coding. So it's it's trippy the amount of people. That, I'm like, what do you do your? What do you do outside of music? And they're like, IT, IT. <laughs> so you know something like that. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, and, look, and for people who who aren't in those fields, you have to do something outside of that because you, it gets really monotonous. Like you, a lot of times. Like, I know for me, when I was doing, um, you know, it was the last thing I was doing. So I was doing Cisco and Telephony uh, mm -hmm. up until last year. And it was just routine. Like, there's just, it's the same thing day in and day out. So, like, for me, like, music and gaming and content creating, that was my outlet. So I'm seeing a lot of the most creative people are coming from an IT background. <laughs> and it's like, I feel like we're very unassuming. Like you would never expect us to be that deeply into music. So <laughs> Everything is related. <laughs> right. So what I was, uh, so, so one of the things I was saying is like, you know, looking at your, your YouTube channel, uh, you know, over the last seven, eight years that you've been doing YouTube and with high, with such, a high production that you've done with your videos mm -hmm. it's uh, look i'll just say it it's hard to believe you spend so little time on your youtube channel i'm over here like the camera angles like <laughs> the the cinematography the way you shred on the guitar right well like, actually okay. the, the filming part is the shortest because I film for, I record for one hour, then I do the video editing for another, another hour. So it takes me two hours to do it. And everything else is about, uh, well, the, the video part is easy because I just put a camera, I record and I play the songs. So it doesn't take a lot of time to do it, mm -hmm. to do this part. The, the longest part is the arrangement. Mm -hmm. First, I, I usually I download the song, I import it, and I start to play uh, over it with my guitar to, to jam over it and find my first ideas. Mm -hmm. uh, then when I have my first lead and rhythm guitar, I uh, write the drum part 
then I play the bass and I do everything else properly because mm -hmm. the first guitar recording were just like mock-ups. Uh, and yeah, it takes me so between 10 and uh, 30 hours to, to do this. So <laughs> yeah, it sounds, it sounds like crazy, but it's it's plausible because when you, you see <clears throat> other musicians on YouTube who have the luck to to live from their content creation, uh, other VGM cover artists do one video per week. So mm -hmm. yeah, 30 hours sounds reasonable for them too, I guess. And maybe maybe they spend even less like me. It really depends on the songs. And since I've been doing this for seven years, uh, I have my routine, my presets, uh, and I don't spend as much time as before for the mixing and mastering part because since I do basically the similar thing uh, every time, <clears throat> I have my short cut, so yeah, the longest is definitely the arrangement part. Okay. Yeah, well, you know, you brought up a very interesting point about, um, you know, the musicians that are able to, you know, live off of doing content mm -hmm. creating with music on YouTube. Do you see that as something that you would potentially want to do yourself or do you... I, I always wanted to do this <laughs> yeah but i cannot yet and i don't mm -hmm. know if i will be able to live from it someday uh i don't really know that's really a tricky part because ever since i've started my youtube channel mm -hmm. uh my uh, growth has always been uh, constant. Mm -hmm. I've, I've been earning around uh, 500 subscri subscribers per month ever since the mm -hmm. beginning. And this number only started to increase this year. And mm -hmm. maybe it is because uh, I started to do content more frequently and become active on social media but i uh, i've exploded on the ff14 community thanks to um, its community and the composer masayoshi soken mm -hmm. uh, who retweet with me uh, pretty often when i do a cover he shares it and that's really amazing because man i do a cover and the composer himself approves me and that's really cool and thanks to that uh i I've, I've exploded in the ff14 community but outside of that when i try to to cover something else it doesn't mm -hmm. blow off and yeah. I, I don't know if i will be able to live uh, from music someday um, because of that <clears throat> Okay, because as much as I love FF14 and its music, uh, the fact that my other covers don't reach the same uh, numbers uh, cannot 
allow me to to live from the earnings I'm uh, I'm doing from it. No, I I understand that. Um, I can definitely relate to that. Um, I, so people think, and I, I frequently have this conversation with my family and other mm-hmm. people uh, here in Hawaii and, and globally that think that content creating is just easy. Just put the camera oh, in front no. of your face, hit record. <laughs> it's a lot of work. There you go. Like it, it is a ton of work. Um, <laughs> especially when um, you know. Like like you, like I'm very passionate about Final Fantasy 14. And I've noticed when I do streams on Twitch with 14, they do exceptionally well. Then when I want to do something else, mm. it's like, eh. and, and, you know, and going over to YouTube, I've noticed too, like uh, this, I will say this. This has been the best year for me podcasting. Uh, Podcasting has just been blowing up for me this year. YouTube has slowed down. So one of the reasons I know YouTube slowed down for me is because I started streaming on YouTube and putting up content. And it's kind of weird how YouTube's algorithm is. Because before I started streaming on YouTube, I was doing consistent several thousand, like anywhere from three to four, maybe 10 to 15,000 per video. And then when I started streaming, it kind of tanked my channel. So whatever, whatever growth, like, okay. So from, from last year, January to March this year, Mm -hmm. I was on a upward, like, I went from like, I want to say one to 2000 subs to like, I was just jumping, you know, my views, my, my growth was just growing. But then when I started dabbling with streaming, this is my fault. Streaming five days a week on YouTube on top of podcasting, all that YouTube's like, you're doing too much. We're going to kill your growth. We're just going to cut you at the angles. So it's been, um, it's been hard because like a lot of people come to my channel for either the podcast or for, you know, like reviews, or if I do, you know, content related mm-hmm. around Final Fantasy or RPGs. But when I started just doing things outside of it, it, it that's what makes it hard. And, and to circle that back around to the, the topic of doing this as a career, like I do this full time. And honestly, if it wasn't for my podcast, I would not be able to do this. Uh, oh. Cause that's that's my main breadwinner. That's where I'm able to pay all okay. the bills with doing podcasting. I, I get to do brand endorsements or commercial paid commercials and stuff like that. If I was just doing it off of YouTube, there'd be some months where I'm doing like, yeah, I'm doing real good. And then the next <laughs> month, what the fuck happened? <laughs> you know, yeah, like, I get it. It is 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 hard, but like if you're able to do it, then cool. But it's, there's always that thought in the back of my mind that I wonder if, because it, it's never, I feel like it's never, ever consistent. And I always exactly. feel like you should, you should always have like a backup plan. Like yeah, what exactly. if this doesn't work out? What, what can you go back to? And I feel like a lot of creators don't have that. Like, especially the ones that just blow up really quickly. I'm like, okay, I'm thinking, what is your backup? 
like are because some people i feel like they can chase a trend and this is something like i've i've uh had conversations with like uh studio nintendo he's a good friend of mine okay um we've had this talk before about people that chase trends because him and i we both were doing at one point you know video game news video game coverages but we weren't doing what we were passionate about which for him mm. is music covers like he loves doing music versus oh, yeah. doing constant videos on the nintendo switch you know how we're gonna do 15 million di- videos on one particular topic on the switch and you know nick and i talked about that uh when i had him on my show um about how you know it's easy to do certain things for views but then when you want to do s- what you're passionate about sometimes it's like very difficult to find growth in that you know and i i know for him um transitioning away from doing video game news or covering topics he doesn't care about to doing music where his passion is Mm. that was a hard you know a hard change but he's found a lot of success in it and i'm really i'm so happy for him because he's very very talented um but yeah like trying to do this and live off of it it's hard it's doable but like for me there are days where i'm like yeah like there are days where i'm like man i miss my it check (laughs) (laughs) i miss that check right but i i think it might be less dangerous when you have reached such high number Mm -hmm. because you will always have a fan base uh as big so you will live from their help and <clears throat> i guess i started to be on spotify and other audio platforms recently and i've started to earn money from it mm-hmm. and i i'm seeing uh other video game uh, artists uh cover artists which uh, who are doing a few use on youtube but uh, a lot of listens on spotify and mm-hmm. i guess in one platforms fail someday mm-hmm. the other one might uh, be enough to to live from yeah maybe so i guess that's a kind of backup because as a as musician we, we are on multiple platforms and when you you reach hundreds of thousands of uh, subscribers you might live comfortably from it from your streams maybe hey hey i mean you've had tremendous success i'm looking at your sub count right now i'm like dude you're where i want to be i'm really grateful (laughs) i'm really grateful and lucky yeah uh i guess i will hit the 50,000 subs maybe for january i guess guaranteed guaranteed <laughs> i'd love guaranteed. to guaranteed uh, i wanted that for years <laughs> even <laughs> since i started on youtube i was like oh when i will be at five five uh, i don't remember the number <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh yeah uh, that's a, a pretty nice achievement, which will come yeah. true now. 
And I, I hope you, I hope you will reach this kind of number two someday. You know, it's, it's, I've gotten to a point now, like, um, I'm, I'm more, I guess I've gotten to a point, like when it comes to, uh, being content with like if YouTube takes off cool, but I've put so much stock into podcasting since that's become my main outlet. Like, I'm like, I, I, when I look at my download or my streams for like Apple Podcasts or for uh, Amazon Music, I was shocked when they reached out like, hey, would you like to put your podcast on our platform? I'm like, yes, yes. <laughs> but it, like going into the podcasting outlet because it's, it's really it's really been untapped. And I've noticed over the last couple of years, uh, especially within the last two years, uh, there have been a lot of content creators that have jumped over into doing podcasts. Like that's become oh, yeah. the thing. Like everyone has like, yeah, I need to get a podcast. And I'm happy that I was at one of the forefronts of that for content creators, you know, starting years ago, mm-hmm. because it's like, now if someone goes and listens to my podcast, like you've got a whole library, like, what do you want? What are you interested in? Okay. I've probably covered it. You want video games, you want tech, you want entertainment, you want actors, whatever. There you go. Like, there's that so i'm i'm happy with the the constant growth of that i still put in effort with youtube but you know if it doesn't grow i'm fine with it i just look at it as it's a portfolio of work it's a it's my body of work like if anyone wants to look at something visually they want to look at a podcast i've done with someone they want to look at a review okay here it is because you know, it's it's open doors for me. Like I, I, the essential is watching. It's not comparing yourself to others, but comparing yourself to yourself and see yes. how you evolved over time. Yes, like looking at my my first couple of videos is cringe, but I'm like, I've come mm. a long way. <laughs> like, oh yeah. Oh. But uh, that's that's the thing about doing YouTube is there's you know how quickly you grow or how you grow at all is always going to be different it's it's different no matter mm. you know and i know a lot of people tend to compare themselves to other creators and i'm like you can't because you grow when you grow oh yeah so, um but i definitely want to say i you know i love your work thank your you your growth dude Guaranteed fifty thousand. Guaranteed a hundred thousand. Guaranteed five hundred thousand. Dude, dude. I'd love to. I, I can't wait. <laughs> I don't know so, when, but I'm fine. I'm happy with my numbers today. So, even if it's if it stays the same, I will remain happy. If it blows up, it's even better. But I've reached a point, man. I, I'm just a man who does music his room mm-hmm. so reaching these numbers <laughs> with this situation is just crazy yeah so so i definitely want to ask like how did it feel the first time actually each time but specifically <laughs> the first time when soken yeah shared your music how well, did that feel i i wasn't really active on twitter back then so when i learned hit i i was like what the fuck is that <laughs> is this really the composer <laughs> oh my god 
<laughs> and it was amazing because it was only my second cover from FF14. So mm -hmm. my second cover on my YouTube channel. So this legendary man helped helped me since the very beginning. Mm. And since the, the the minute he shared my video, I had a lot of likes and of comments which started to appear. And uh, a lot of Japanese comments too. So I was like, oh, wow, even the Japanese people like what I do. That's amazing. And I was like a kid, really. Having the, comp the composer uh, sharing and approving your work is like mm -hmm. a kid meeting his idol. Mm -hmm. uh, that's amazing. And every time he retweets me, I feel the same. I'm like, oh, yes. <laughs> um, uh, he became uh, one of my favorite composers over the years. So I'm still, uh, I might be the number one, fa the number one fan of his work. <laughs> <laughs> so because I like his music so much that I do cover from it. And by the way, his music uh i have a very good very good flow with it it's mm -hmm. easy for me to do ff14 cover i ha i can jump easily over it uh, i have a good feeling with it it's uh, a playground for me really mm -hmm. uh, i guess it's made it might be why my best covers are from this game because i do what i want and I managed to make it sound really cool. That you do. That you do. You <laughs> do very well with that. Thanks. <laughs> no, that's that's awesome, man. And it is again, congratulations for that because that Thanks. that doesn't happen every day. I'm very that's... lucky, and <laughs> this man Sokensan is a blessing too because. This man is so close to his community. Mm -hmm. He's active on Twitter. He even posts photos and pictures of himself during work. Uh, like uh, he's dead because he has worked too much. And that's really <laughs> funny. The man is crazy and very humble. So, yeah, he's a blessing for us. <laughs> and I'm very grateful that he helped me to to grow my channel like that awesome man awesome um a couple other things one other things i want to talk about is uh doing collaborations with other content creators uh for music i know you've done stuff with uh our mutual friend alex mccalla you've done stuff mm -hmm. with our mutual friend studio Unique. nintendo how did that come about like the the whole process of doing collaborations with other musicians was it well, just you reach out uh, or did they hit, hit you up or so, so the first story is about alex um okay his channel uh started to have visibility uh one year ago i guess and mm -hmm. i started to to notice his video and i fell in love with his work mm -hmm. so much that i've digged his channel and I've even listened to his original music. Mm -hmm. 
so I've started to drop comments on his videos, etc. And actually, Alex was a, a long-time fan of my covers. Mm -hmm. So he followed me since the beginning, I guess. Mm -hmm. And uh, one day, he has done a collab with uh, Ro Pagonanti for mm -hmm. uh, FF7 cover. And uh, I've said, hey, uh, it's really cool. And Alex told me, hey, man, we should do the same someday with FF14 music. And I thought it was a very nice idea. So I reached mm -hmm. out to him a few months later um, because I wanted to do a cover of Innocence and mm. his orchestral uh, work uh, was mandatory for the cover. So I asked him if he would like to do it with me and he said mm. yes. And that's how it started. Uh, so we worked together. I wrote my instrumental parts and uh, sent to him. So he did his parts too. And mm -hmm. uh, that's how the, the cover, the collaboration has been done. And it, the result was amazing. And like, man, it's one of the best cover I've ever done, thanks to Alex. And uh, it's also one of the hardest because there is this uh, arpeggio uh, part on the guitar, which mm -hmm. is originally a really quick piano part, mm -hmm. which is not supposed to be played on the guitar, but I'm so stubborn. I practi practiced it for 40 days in order to play it. Mm -hmm. And that's our... It blew up after that. And I liked the idea of uh, collaborating because first it's fun and mm -hmm. the results blends uh, the best of two musicians. So it's amazing. And um, for Nick, uh, Studio Nintendo, I, uh, I've had um, this song uh, Rise from uh, FF14 Heaven's World, which is uh, mm -hmm. the battle theme from Alexander. Mm -hmm. uh, I've tried to do it alone uh, three or four years ago, but I abandoned because I wasn't satisfied with the results. Mm -hmm. And I've discovered Studio Nintendo's channel, and I love his voice and his style, man. Mm -hmm. He, he's a, a genius, he's so underrated. And I thought, man, do you want to do a collab with me? You deserve a lot of more views and I'd love to have your voice. And I guess mm -hmm. uh, doing a FF collab with me might give you a lot of visibility. Mm -hmm. And he he was up to it he said yes and i sent him the instrumental parts and mm. first he, he told me man what the fuck are these lyrics it doesn't make sense yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true that a lot of ff14 uh, vocal songs become memes quickly after, thanks to the community. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so he, 
he sang it anyway and the result was amazing but he sent me like 18 tracks i guess because there are so many arrangements and so many effects uh, he used to to make it shine and i was astonished so mm -hmm. i've mixed his voice uh, pretty easily because he sings so well that it was easy to mix blended mm -hmm. quickly and and we've released it uh, two weeks ago i guess and uh, wow wow the result is amazing and i feel like i should do more vocal covers like this because it sounds really good i'm really proud of it and i'm really proud of nick too yeah i remember when um the video first went, went live i remember nick he texted me and he's like he texted me the, the link and he said bro check it out he said i know you love final fantasy 14 i'm like yeah. nick when are you gonna play the game <laughs> have you and fought like, alexander by the way yet oh no yes yeah yes yes, yes. i love that's why i love the cover because i'm mm. like you guys did a fucking phenomenal job but like yeah i i I remember he texted me. He's like, bro, check this out. He's like, dude, yeah. this is dope. When are you going to play the game? He's like, I'm going to get around to it. I'm like, it's free. Up until, like, I think it's still yeah, free. I tried, I tried to, to make him play, but I guess he has other games to play before. <laughs> I'm like, dude, but just, 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 like, he has toes into it. it. You got people to play with. And he's like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, Nick, come on. Come on, Nick. <laughs> exactly. I texted that every other day. Like, so, uh, so what class you picking? He's like, for what? <laughs> what server are you hopping on? Yeah. <laughs> I should help you <laughs> to make him play. <laughs> right. I will. <laughs> but uh, like the 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 collab you guys did was absolutely phenomenal, and it's um, dude, Thanks. if. Who are some people, if you could, it, and then I'm very certain that you will be doing collabs with them at some point, but who are some people you would love to do a collab with, be it another musician, a singer? like? Actually, I, I don't know, because um, uh, I have precise, precise idea of how I want to make my covers sound. So um, I'd love to do collabs if I'm invited to other musicians' uh, okay. works. But as for me, it's it depends on the song. Look, I I thought about Alex only for Innocence music, but I'm sure we could do any cover with Alex. But it's when I thought about Innocence that I called him because... Mm -hmm. I knew it, he, his work was what I needed. And it's the same for Nick. Um, mm. When I heard his voice for the first time, I immediately thought like, oh, he should rise with me. It would be perfect. And it's a matter of, uh, I don't know how to tell it. Um, it's like a, a spark, you know? Mm -hmm. 
So yeah, I'd love to get invited on other musicians' work, but right now I don't know with who I'd like to cover on my own channel. Okay. It's pretty hard to tell. I would say you should definitely do something with Christina V. That would be awesome. Oh yeah. But for which track? Uh, maybe answers from FF14. Yeah, I could definitely, I could definitely see that. <laughs> it, well, you know, okay. So crazy story. So one of my good friends, Griffin Burns, that's his girlfriend, Christina V. <laughs> oh. Yeah. No way. <laughs> yeah, that's his girlfriend. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so you know. We can make that happen down the road if you want that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah, but I um, I've had to to pick a song before. <laughs> before <laughs> before thinking about the collab, I need the song. To okay. okay. <laughs> so so um, winding down to the last couple questions, you know, being respectful yeah. of your time because I I know it's uh, we we have a twelve hour difference. And I know you still got. It was at 5.34 p.m. Almost 5 p.m. for me. Almost 5 p.m. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, you got the rest of your day. I don't want to take up too much of your time. So one of the questions I definitely want to ask, mm -hmm. and it's the most it's the most important question. Okay. Wow or 14? Which one's better? <laughs> it's pretty, you know, it's easy because I've uh, tried to play WoW recently in order to catch up for the new expansion. And mm -hmm. uh, I've played BFA at the release, but I didn't make it. So mm -hmm. I've tried last month to replay WoW, and I was like, one, two, three, one, two, three, all the places like that. <laughs> the gameplay <laughs> became so boring. And I've tried a couple of class, classes of at max level, and mm -hmm. I was bored. Whereas in FF14, you are using a lot of skills and all your hotbars are useful and mm -hmm. you follow rotations which are which are really rewarding to play and even about the lore i don't even like the lore of war anymore because mm -hmm. they slaughtered it over the last few years with poor writing and i was a very big fan of row up to was of the Lich King. Mm -hmm. And after that, I played it only to read with my brother, who still mm -hmm. plays it. But I play a lot more. I've been playing a lot more of uh, FF14 recently. And <laughs> this game is crazy for me. The, the world, the music, the characters, the story, the gameplay, everything for me is better than WoW right now. However, I've played WoW Classic and I loved it. I loved mm -hmm. it because uh, it was a real MMORPG. Mm -hmm. You had to struggle, you had to talk to people in order to make groups and progress together. Mm -hmm. You had open world PVP, which was relevant. Uh, I loved it. And maybe that's what's missing in FF14, but 
it's because of the engine of the game. Everything is pretty much instantiated. It's not a, an open world like WoW, and mm -hmm. there is no world PvP. But that's the only drawback for me about FF14. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. And um, actually, well, I actually thought of someone else you could do a collab with. David Hayter, the voice Ooh. of Solid Snake. Oh, that's one of my best friends. Oh, nice. Legit. He um, he's very much into uh, he he plays a lot of uh guitar and bass, and he's pretty good. He's pretty good. Uh, a lot of people aren't really familiar with him doing music, but uh, yeah. Again, if you need somebody to collab with, there you go. Just let me know. Why not? Put the word in for you. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh why not? It could be cool. Once again, I need to know which song yeah. I'd have to do first. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm open to it. Definitely, definitely. All right. And um, before I guess before we go, is there uh, any... Is there any projects uh, in the works that you'd like to share? Or is there any games or anything you're looking forward to? Or what are your thoughts on Cyberpunk 2077? With that, I'm I'm, I'm lucky oh. to play it on PC, so I only have some graphical glitches, but nothing bad. So mm -hmm. I love the game. <clears throat> I love the game and the story so far. Um. I think I'm at the half of Act Two. <clears throat> um, the world is great. Oh, it's magic. Man, there are people everywhere, and <clears throat> it's so living. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I I love Cyberpunk. I hope they will fix it so everyone will love the game as much as I do right now. About projects, well, uh, I've started to upload my covers on audio platforms like Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Deezer, etc. Uh, four months ago, because um, I haven't I haven't done everything at once because um, license getting the license for a cover song costs money, so I couldn't mm -hmm. afford to spend everything. Mm -hmm. So I guess, uh, yeah, in two months, in February, all my covers will be available on uh, platforms. So far, I've got four compilations. So it's pretty fun because I had to remaster my very first covers. And back then, I didn't even know what mixing was. So mm -hmm. it sounded pretty <laughs> awful. <laughs> so I did my best to make it sound good for the releases. And uh, yeah, I, I'm looking forward for the next uh, patch of Genshin Impact 2, because I guess it will release a new zone with new music, maybe, and new bosses. And of course, uh, FF16. Oh my god! Oh my god! They yes. started the the PlayStation uh, announcement with FF16. <laughs> I was crazy, <laughs> and I love the music so much that I've done a cover from the trailer of FF16. And since the 
team who works on FF16 is the same as FF14 Heaven's World, mm-hmm. I know already it will be the best game ever. I trust have them. Notice, have you noticed there is like, I noticed some people were like, some, and maybe this is a minority of people, but mm-hmm. some people are saying like, this isn't Final Fantasy. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Dude, it's 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 a floor. It's medieval. It's a floor with FF tactics. Yeah, (laughs) man, I'm so happy they came back to medieval style, because since FF9 was medieval and is my favorite and my first Final Fantasy, I wanted to find that again for so long. I'm so happy. Do Do you think it's gonna have connections to? 14. 14. Because a lot of my friends, <laughs> at, I, a lot of my friends I, that have beaten Shadowbringers are like, when they went and saw the trailer, they're like, mm, Yes, awesome. there is something icons. like shards. So, with the story of shards, it's like a parallel worlds. I think they wouldn't take the risk to do a real connection, but maybe a very, very big Easter egg about that. Oh, or, like or maybe something, something, maybe something hinted, but not explicitly said in the story. Oh, okay. kind of like ten and seven in a way. Like they're connected, but like not. Yeah, yeah, yeah I see. But maybe um, more, more precise than that, because okay. the connection be- between ten and seven. Uh, has been found by fans, I guess. No. Yeah, yeah. It's so. Uh, yeah, it's not told uh, explicitly. Yeah. Yeah, maybe something like that. Okay. I think that, that would be that, great. That, that was hype, though. That tra- that trailer is. Oh my. Oh yeah! Can't ah. wait for the gameplay trailer. <laughs> Everything is great. Oh. So, so uh, other than that, um, anything else you want to leave the audience with before we go? Well, I think I think I've said uh, everything already. Yeah. So you guys can find me on YouTube. I'm Husky mm-hmm. by the Geek on Spotify, iTunes, Deezer, Twitter, and uh, I guess that's it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, actually, I lied. I have one final question for you. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell me. Uh, did you have fun today? Oh yeah, I loved it, man! It's been almost two hours already. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Be- that's really funny because I'm not a talkative person at all, mm. and that's amazing because you made me talk a lot. Are you a wizard, <laughs> I <totally> man? <laughs> that's <magic. laughs> yeah, I had fun. What about you? Dude, I had a blast. I had a blast. Oh, yeah. I had a blast great. talking to you, like talking music, geeking out about mm-hmm. Final Fantasy Nine and how that blast boss makes no sense. Oh yeah, <laughs> God, I'm still stuck on that. Like I'm like it. That's that nonsense. boss made no sense at all. But yes, yeah, so like being able to nerd <laughs> out about games and music, like it's you know I, I like when I have a podcast. Or I'm interviewing someone and it doesn't feel like a and a Like, it feels like we're just mm. having a dialogue. Yeah, that chat right there is better. really fun with me. Like, the, the conversation with you, the conversation I had with Alex, like, those are honestly two of the top ones I've had for this year where 
I just had fun. Like, and, and it's just, we're just talking, you know, just talking fun. like games and music and, you know, and it's just something special about that. I, and I really, really enjoy it. So I had a blast. Yes, sir. Thank you. Okay. And I would love to have you back on the show if you'd ever sure. want to come back on. That'd oh, I would love to. to have you back. <laughs> oh yeah i will and we gotta we gotta play 14 but i don't know what server you're on oh since i'm in europe uh i'm on uh, moogle which is in the chaos data center ah so yeah i'm on primal hyperion yeah <laughs> i cannot oh, play man. with my fellow american community <laughs> oh, unfortunately <no. laughs> ah, well it's uh it's it's been an honor having you on the show and thank uh, you so much links links to everything for husky from the youtube channel to uh the spotify playlist all the music links patreon included everything will be in the description below in the youtube video as well as on the audio version of this uh everything will be in the description so make sure you go over click the sub if you go to the if you go to his youtube channel and follow him and just support the content it's just it's amazing it truly is and it's Thank something you. that i know you guys are going to enjoy and uh i highly endorse it yes you get hawaii's number one podcast endorsing this yes go support his content <laughs> but, thanks uh, with that with that being said people you can catch this episode of the podcast along with many others available on all major podcasts and outlets including apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify stitcher TuneIn radio iheart radio and pandora as well as amazon music so if you are looking for just check the casanova podcast available in all outlets video format on twitch and youtube as well and uh with that being said husky and i are out we'll catch you guys in the next one stay safe um have a safe rest of the 2020 this has been a crazy crazy <laughs> crazy year uh for everybody so stay safe and uh that being said, we'll catch y'all on the next one. Aloha. <laughs> See ya, guys. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I hope it was informative, engaging, and you enjoyed it. And if you did, make sure you go ahead and leave a rating and a review. It greatly helps out the podcast and helps the platforms that we're on. Go ahead and promote us more so that more people can check it out. And if you're wondering what all platforms we're on, aside from what you've listened to it on, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Pandora, Spotify, Amazon Music, and more. And if you want to support the podcast, then we've got Patreon, so patreon.com slash Mikel Casanova, which allows us to continue doing what we're doing. If you're looking for this in video format, we're also available on twitch.tv slash Mikel Casanova, as well as youtube.com slash Mikel Casanova. So with all that being said, I'll catch you on the next episode of Hawaii's number one podcast and the number one podcast in the Pacific, the Casanova Podcast. You have a great day, and I'll see you on the next one.